What's a better use of a quarter trillion dollars? Going to the moon or making a super fancy virtual reality video game? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. I woke up in the middle of the night and I was listening to the All In Podcast. I'm starting to like this podcast. It's a group of maybe four tech guys. I know at least one of them's a you know, super millionaire, co-founder of PayPal. I'm, I'm, I think they're all, they're all probably rich. And they talk about kind of stock market stuff, which normally I don't care about, but they make it interesting. But they were talking about how Kanye West, uh, I don't know, he did some said some stuff like, I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on the Jews. And he got banned off of Instagram, and I thought he got banned off of Twitter, but maybe not. And then he had a $150 million a year contract with Adidas or Adidas. And I guess the anti-woke thing to mention about that that other people are afraid to mention is that black people do not like Jews. But I've heard this a few different places. Um, they're like, you know, when Kanye West says the Jews are bad, um, this has real world consequences, you know, bordering on uh, words or violence. Silence is violence. And the example they bring up is there was some group of, I don't know, like white guys with bandanas covering their face or something. Uh, they went on a bridge on the 10 freeway in Los Angeles. And they held up signs, one of which was like, Kanye was right about the Jews. I'd be curious to know what exactly kind of whatever, neo-Nazi or whatever those guys are anyways. But I haven't heard anything else about that. But that's the real-world consequence they mentioned. They're not going to talk about how black people keep attacking Hasidic Jews, you know, the ones with the funny hat and the funny curls in New York. They like to play the knockout game with them. And remember, kids, don't break your own knuckles when you knock someone out. Makes me think of a guy I knew growing up. Um, every year in Portland, Oregon, they had this thing where the Navy would come and park downtown on the river and then... All the people in the Navy would go out and, you know, they could go hit the bars and have a vacation. And this guy I knew, I i don't know exactly how true this is, but the story goes that he got in a fight with, it was him versus three Navy guys, and he beat them all up. And this was a guy at our, at our high school. He was known to be just about the toughest guy in the big-ass high school. But anyways, the one thing that happened was he broke out one of the Navy guy's teeth, and the tooth got stuck into his knuckle bone, and then he got blood poisoning and was sick as hell for like a week. So I think that will show you that violence is not the answer. But so Kanye, he seems to be bipolar. And so he's just super manic right now. Just bouncing off the walls. Can't stop talking. And I think it's an exaggeration. But like he's been doing, you know, like three three-hour podcasts. You know, just anyone who wants to talk to him like every day. He's just going off talking to everyone. And obviously, if your podcast ain't that, whatever. However famous your podcast is, it could probably get a little more famous if you get Conway, Kanye West on there. But so he went on the Lex Friedman podcast, and I didn't listen to it. Lex Friedman is like a, a friend of Joe Rogan's. His podcast is kind of modeled after Joe Rogan's. It's like instead of a meathead like Joe Rogan, you got like a scientist, like this Lex Friedman guy. But otherwise, it's, you know, they're always two and a half hours. That's why I don't listen to it. Both of those podcasts are too long for me. I don't, you know, I'm not a truck driver. I do not want a two and a half hour podcast. But so they ended up talking about Jews, and according to this All In podcast, it sounds like the reason why Kanye is pissed off at Jews is that he had, you know, Jewish record managers or something, executives, record executives, you know, 
businessmen. Jewish businessmen, he feels like, ripped him off. Or steered him wrong, or did him wrong, something. And one of the all-in guys is like, Kanye should go watch the new Elvis movie, because in that movie, you know, Colonel Tom Parker, I think, was Elvis's manager, and he screws over Elvis every which way, and anyways, he wasn't Jewish. He was Dutch or something, pretending to be a good old Southern boy. And I don't know, I just think it's like, there's certain, I mean, it's famous people, although, you know, there's non-famous people it happens to, but you don't hear about them, so who cares? But like, famous musicians, I mean, of all colors, uh, famous athletes, possibly, well, possibly of all colors, they get a bunch of money for something, something other than being smart economically and having good impulse control. I mean, it's almost like... You know, a rock star, right? It's the opposite. You get a dumbass who doesn't know how to do their finances, and they got zero impulse control, and they're on drugs all the time, and chasing the muff around. And then they're, you know, you get surrounded by people wearing suits with Ivy League MBAs and law school degrees. Because there's a lot of money, money to be made, basically, ripping you off. And it's like, you know, some kid, their dream is to be a famous rapper. And then some other kid... Their dream isn't to become a record executive and rip off all the music artists, but they did it good in school, they got the job, there they are. Are you going to turn down the money? Here's this idiot basically just willing to give you all the money, so you take the money. You know, in the old days, you took it for yourself. You know, now you take it for your company. You know, basically the point of the company. Here's a company to take people's money. And I should go watch this video again or find another source on this. I think I watched a video once that was talking about why, um, like, all the heads of the studio, the movie studios back in the day were Jews. Like, you know, like, like MGM, Metro, Goldwyn, Mayer. I think Goldwyn and Mayer, like, that's a couple of Jewish last names. I think they're all run by Jewish people. And I think it was because America was racist against Jews back then. I think America was keeping Jews out of different professions. I don't know what banker or doctor or what back then and so jews are no dummies and they're like oh you know here there's this place with wonderful weather called los angeles and hollywood and they're starting up this industry you know called movies and it's going to be the future you know moving pictures it's going to be the future and so whatever i think you know it's word of mouth you know you tell your friend you're jewish you tell your friend he happens to be jewish and that was uh that was how they took over Hollywood. And then probably once you got Hollywood, I think um, pretty soon you're doing other entertainment stuff like music. But So either Twitter did kick Kanye off or it didn't kick Kanye off, but there's definitely a question of whether or not it should kick Kanye off. And so Elon Musk has been the CEO of Twitter now for, I don't know, a day or two. And so he's key, he's creating some sort of, you know, semi-court type system for determining who should be kicked off of Twitter and when they should be brought back and stuff like that. And so there's an election in 10 days and I mean Elon Musk is crazy but I don't think he's gonna he's not so crazy as to say bring back Donald Trump before the election. I don't think you know you, it's time to lie low. You gotta lie low for about 10 more days then you can start doing whatever you want and I don't know I think this Court system will probably be better than the one Facebook has, but famously, Facebook also has its own 
supposed court system for judging this stuff. I mean, if you're a normal person who gets kicked off of Facebook, it doesn't go to the Supreme Court of Facebook. I mean, those people make, I forget how much they make. They make like well, six figures anyways for a couple hours a week. They don't have the time to deal with little people. And like basically the only big thing that they had to deal with was Trump. And I think when Trump, or sorry, when Facebook banned Trump, they said, we're going to give you a temporary ban. And then they just, and they banned Trump. And then they didn't let Trump back on. And then it went to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court said, Facebook, you have to say what, how long your temporary ban is. And so, you know, it took them a year to get to the Supreme Court where they just sent it back down saying, how long is your ban? <laughs> and I don't think Facebook ever told them how long the ban was. So it went nowhere. So hopefully Twitter's Supreme Court will be better than Facebook's. I mean, the point of the court, you know, like Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg owns Facebook. The whole point of the Supreme Court, he's like, I didn't do it. It's the Supreme Court that did it, right? It's like, you know, go ask them. And so you can say, go ask them. And so, I don't know. I think Elon Musk looked at that. He's like, you know what? That is a good idea. I don't want people asking me constantly why I banned and unbanned someone. Plus, I don't have time to do every individual million banning and unbannings. Let's create a little court so that people can go talk to them. And I imagine he'll put something in there that says it should be impartial, you know, whether or not you're a Republican or a Democrat, which is... Who knows? They probably got some sort of wording like that in the Facebook one. But the Facebook one is like, you know, if you're a Republican and you say the X, banned. If you're a Democrat and say X, that's fine. Then the guys were talking about the stock price of Meta, which is what you call Facebook now. And it's down. I mean, a lot of the tech companies are down. Um, but apparently Meta has decided to put a ton of money into the Metaverse. That's why they changed their name. And so what that means is like VR goggles, you know, so, you know, like, I don't know, like in the movies, you know, you put on some goggles and you're in a different world. I mean, supposedly, or that's the idea. And apparently Meta has said, you know, Zuckerberg has said that um, they're going to put a certain amount of money into it each year. And the guy was like running, one of the guys is running the math and it's, it adds up to possibly $250 billion over the next 10 years. So a quarter trillion and kind of what he was saying is that like that's too much money on something that's stupid and so he was mentioning the cost to develop other amazing things and i think like the iphone the first iphone you know not all the way through but the first iphone cost four billion dollars to develop so obviously that's less than 250 and apparently tesla with its electric cars has spent about 25 billion dollars like period the whole time you know however long like 15 years 10 15 years they spent 25 billion to develop whatever it is that tesla has going now and then he says the only thing that comes close to 250 billion uh was the i think the apollo project whatever the space project you know where they went to the moon back in the 60s like from the beginning of that project to the end of that project over a 10-year period and inflation-adjusted dollars, that thing cost $250 billion. And so, anyways, some people think that is just a misallocation of funds. They're like, just give your money back to the rich people. Make the rich richer. Don't be wasting all the money on VR that ain't going to work. Glenn Lowry on the Glenn Show podcast is talking about an argument he had with his wife. Like, you know, he's a black man, she's a black woman. He is right of center, she is left of center. 
and they were talking about the fact that whenever the Justice Department decides to investigate a police department for one of these famous, you know, George Floyd-style shootings, after that, the crime in the city or neighborhood that those police work shoots, shoots up, shoots through the roof. And the idea is that when the Justice Department is investigating you for being a racist cop, or your entire department for being a bunch of racist cops, all of a sudden you pull back. You're like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it easy. I'm not going to go be proactive. I don't want to be accused of something. And so Glenn and his wife, you know, they're having an argument because she's like, you know, these are public employees. They're not doing their jobs. You know, you right-wingers, if the, if the teachers decided to not go and do their jobs, you'd be all against it. But when the cops don't do it, you don't care. Well, you think maybe they have a point, and it's not their fault, it's the Justice Department's fault for the rise in crime. So I was just trying to think through that analogy, where how could you, you know, how could you take the cop analogy and switch it over to teachers? And so it's kind of like, hey cops, if you do anything racist, we're going to throw you in prison. You know, or if, it, or if we think it's racist, even if, you know, even if you weren't racist in your heart, if we think it's racist, we're going to throw you in prison. And so you better stop doing stuff that could be looked at as racist. But for cops, you know, the thing that cops do that could be looked at as racist is their job. Their job is just, by a large percentage of Americans today, looked at as racist. That's just a racist thing you're doing there, copper. And so I was thinking, you know, would right-wingers be mad at teachers? Like, the analogy would be like, hey, teacher, teaching is racist. If you keep teaching, then that's racist, and we're going to throw you in prison. And so, you know, if the Justice Department was looking to fire teachers who taught, you know, like, oh, you're, oh, I, we caught you ta- teaching again. You, you just taught a bunch of students math, you racist. Or you really taught them good this time. All your students passed their math test. All right, prison for you. Well, then I think right-wingers would be on the side of the teachers also. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.